I'm Zim, and you're listening to the Helpful Photographer Podcast in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. No matter which latest and greatest camera you have, if you enjoy night photography or shooting in low light, you're going to have focusing problems at some point. At the moment, there's not a single camera available on the consumer market that can rival what the human eye can see under extreme low light. So until that happens, you need some strategies for dealing with low light, because at some point, your autofocus system, it's going to fail on you. In order to see, we need at least a presence of some light. Otherwise, everything will be pitch black. I know that's kind of obvious, but on the other hand, it also needs to be understood that we also see because of a presence of darkness. Without shadows or darkness, everything would be white. I learned this the hard way when I went skiing in Aspen many years ago. Until then, I had only skied the mountains of California, where there are some great mountains, but we never had something called bowl skiing. For me, the idea of skiing down a huge open bowl of snow was like a dream, except I didn't realize there was a small problem. I couldn't see any of the moguls in the snow. You see, when you have a gigantic area of snow shaped like a bowl, the light is not just coming down from the sun in one direction, revealing bumps in the snow by leaving shadows on one side, The light is bouncing all around due to the white snow in the concave shape of the hillside, thereby making the surface seem completely flat. As a result, I could not anticipate the moguls with my eyes and basically fell on every bump in my path until I got out of the bowl. That was the moment I learned that sight requires both the presence and the absence of light. This is important to understand in low-light focus because you cannot take a photo without some semblance of light. But if there's not enough light for the camera to find focus, the easiest and simplest solution is to simply add more light. If the subject is close enough, use a flashlight or throw a strobe on it. Before any of you get excited, I'm not saying to leave it on for your final shot, I'm just saying use it to help your camera find focus. Most cameras and flash systems now have a focus assist mechanism which will help the camera find focus in low light, and the one on the flash? It's usually better. If the camera is able to find focus after pressing the shutter button halfway down, turn your focus to manual focus. This way, the lens won't try to find focus the next time you press the shutter button or accidentally press the back button focus button. Once you've done this, be sure to turn off the flash. By the way, this whole discussion is about shooting stationary objects while using a tripod. This is not going to work very well if you're hand-holding or shooting moving objects. If your subject is too far for a flash or a flashlight, you'll need to look for an area on your main subject where you can find a hard edge that falls against something that's lighter. For instance, let's say you're shooting a large cactus against the moonlight, but your subject is the cactus and not the moon, because the moon would be too obvious and easy, right? The problem is that the moon is backlighting the cactus and it's nighttime. As a result, the camera can't find autofocus on the cactus itself. What you would do in this situation is to point the center of the viewfinder at the edge of the cactus where it overlaps the moon. The center of the camera is usually where the focus system works better than any other section of the camera. But if autofocus still fails, then turn on live view and magnify the area where the moon and the cactus overlap and then manual focus there. Okay, that was pretty easy, but let's say the moon is not behind your main subject. Then what? The best thing to do is to find an area on the outline of your main subject that has any kind of contrast that you can focus on, like the rock formation in the distance that is reflecting the moonlight, 
You could try opening your aperture all the way and increasing your ISO while you're trying to focus using your eyeballs in live view. Please note that increasing your ISO should not help your autofocus system because it actually does not help the camera see better. This is why adding more light to the subject is a lot more helpful. And for those of you who are shooting mirrorless and think that all you need to do is to turn on focus peaking or zebra stripes to help you with manual focus, it's a nice thought, but remember, this is the same system being used in autofocus. If your autofocus system failed, then your focus peaking would fail too. At this point, if you still can't find focus, it's time to start throwing Hail Marys. While you're in manual focus, look at your distance scales window and guess the distance between the camera and the main subject and manually put it there. Then take a photo and check the distance on the photo. If your main subject is not in focus, look for the areas further away and closer to the camera to determine where you actually landed the focus and then adjust against that. Keep doing this until you get the focus you want. If you're lucky, you'll be able to nail this on the second try. If you're really lucky, you'll nail it on the first try. Realistically, it will probably take three to four shots. By the way, stopping down and trying to increase depth of field is not really a great solution, as your exposure may already be pretty long as it is. Remember, it's so dark out that your camera had a tough time focusing to begin with, and so reducing the light further will create more challenges on the time side of the exposure. However, you could increase your ISO five to eight stops and open your lens all the way just for the test shots while you're checking your focus, and then return to your desired settings for your final shot after you've nailed your focus. Lastly, what about just putting your lens on infinity focus? This is a great option if you're shooting something that is at infinity focus, but you should know that just putting your focus ring on the infinity sign or rolling until the focus ring stops without having tested it first may fail you dramatically because that might not actually be where infinity is. I'll get to infinity focus in the next podcast, but for now, just know that this is not an option unless you have tested for infinity. That's it for today. Until next time, keep on shooting.